Welcome to the Moms on the Level podcast, brought to you by Next Level Moms, real, authentic, honest conversations about being a mom and more. And here's your host, Faye Morgan. Hey, friends. Thanks for joining the conversation today. I'm sorry that I'm already just kind of like giggly because um, we've had a nice chat ahead of time with our new friend, Laura Hernandez of Mama Systems. And this is the first time that she is on our podcast. Um, Let me tell you a little bit about herself before she says hello. Um, Laura and her husband, Tony, are raising their 10 exceptional children in Dallas. In the past four and a half years, they have added six new children to their family, three biological and three through adoption. It took Laura years to develop system and life hacks to keep her family running and organized. By developing these systems, it helped her family run smoothly, it reduced the daily workload, and her house became a place of peace. Yes, even with 10 kids. Um, and she wants to help other mamas do the same. Welcome, Laura. Um, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here with y'all today. Oh, and joining us is my sweet, dear friend, um, Amy Ellis, who's been on our podcast before, and she always brings such wisdom to um, everything that we do. She just enriches everything in our ministry. We just love you, Amy. How are you? Thank you. Hey, everybody. I'm great. It's so good to be here, and I'm super excited to talk to Laura today. Yes. Um, So let's get to it with Laura. Laura, tell us what is Mama Systems? Yes, Mama Systems is a company that I created, and we coach moms, and the whole purpose of it is to help moms take things off their plates so that they can live more peaceful and intentional lives with their people, and I think so often as moms, we just live very reactionary lives, you know, changing a diaper, turning off the TV, making dinner, I mean, thing after thing after thing, right, and I think somewhere in there, we lose our purpose of being moms and what we really want to impart on our children and how we want to be intentional with them. And so the systems we help create just kind of slow you down for a hot minute, put those systems in place so that you can be intentional with your people and you know that you're you're doing the things that you're called to be doing. Oh my goodness, that sounds so great. And I'm assuming you have 10, but even if you have one mama, this is for you, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And um, we're going to put in our show notes um, where you can um, a link to Mama Systems and all that. But um, I just want to get here to some really good stuff. I know that um, our episode is entitled Don't Just Survive This Summer, Thrive. And I love that. And I actually I stole that from my friend, Amy, <laughs> because <laughs> If you've ever heard us talk, we often talk about we're raising teenagers and Amy is famous for saying that she doesn't want to look back on these years and go, we just survived, that they actually thrived. And so um, I get a lot of wisdom from her and that's one of them. And so that's where this title comes from. So um, tell us some great thriving tips, Laura, that um, you think would be good for some of us. Yeah, I think one that we often really miss overlook is (laughs) just creating a routine for our day. I think Mm -hmm. that we think of systems and we think, okay, we're going to be confined and, you know, I want to have a relaxed summer. I want to go to the pool and I want to hang out. I want to see our friends. I want to do play dates. And you kind of have these ideas of what you want to do. But then a few weeks in, you're realizing that, oh my goodness, 
I might throw someone out the window. Like it does not bring life, right? It <laughs> brings stress and chaos and entitled kids and bored kids and all of those things. And I think that systems, because they're like, when we have them in place, it brings us life. It brings us freedom because we're freed up. Yeah. So the things that are constantly going on in our minds that make us feel so exhausted, like all of that decision fatigue, all of that mental load that we're carrying, if we can create systems for those, it takes it out of our brain and we're able to put them in place somewhere else. So that way we can be fully present with our people. Yeah. And I love that word routine, you know, um, because for me, that, that kind of means like, you can kind of think like a rhythm, you know, yeah. and it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily have to be, although I am a structure person, I do like structure, um, but I don't like rigid. Yeah. And so I love the whole routine and um, rhythm. Now, um, Tony, speaking of rhythm, I think I heard on one of um, your videos, um, creating a rhythm to the week yes. and theme nights. Do you want to tell yes. us a little bit about that? Yeah, I think that um, often if you guys don't have your kids in camp all summer, or don't have activities lined up for them every week, it can kind of feel like you're living Groundhog Day over and over and over again every day of the summer, right? <laughs> and it feels like so monotonous and so feels awful, feels awful. And so I think that creating a system around your weekly schedule is huge. So if we can create um, theme nights for our kids, for them to have something to look forward to, it creates that fun in our week without having to spend thousands upon thousands of dollars on camps and everything like that, right? The rhythms during the day, I think, help us get things done around the house because laundry still needs to get done. Food still needs to be cooked. Like all of those mom things still need to happen. But my goodness, how is it going to happen when kids are constantly asking you, what, what, what can I do? What can I do? I'm so bored. What can I do? I mean, y'all, it's exhausting. And so when yeah. we can kind of create a rhythm for ourselves in that, we know what we're doing. We know when we're doing it. And so like that time during the day. So if we say like, okay, between 12 and three, I'm going to get my stuff done. I'm going to get laundry done on Monday. I'm going to get cooking done on Tuesday and kind of laying all that out for you. You can either have that time, be real intentional with your kids and saying, hey, guys, you can come in and help me with this or, hey, I'm going to be doing this and these are the activities you can be doing. So that way mm -hmm. you can really focus on what you need to do, um, whether that be like podcast editing or if it is just laundry, like whatever those things are that kind of seem to drag on forever because people are constantly interrupting. If you can just narrow down that time frame and keep it short and sweet, I like this is kind of batch working. And I know that people are really good about doing this in their business, but when you take it to the home level, I think it frees you up so much where you're looking around and you see things that need to happen, but you know what? It doesn't need to happen until Thursday. I know on Thursday I'll get to that. And it can kind of just get off of your mental load. And that's a beautiful thing. I love that. Yeah, Amy. So I was wondering, I had, with that, I had two questions because I watched the video and I thought, I thought what a neat thing to do is to schedule like, um, theme nights for every night of the week. But I have two questions. My first one is, what would you say to the mom who um, feels overwhelmed at even just planning something like that? Like, how would you walk her through, maybe just briefly, you know, how to just plan it in the simplest form? Yeah. So it doesn't have to be anything like you're going to a theme park every Thursday night or anything like that. It does not have to be that. It can be something super simple. But I think creating that intentionality around that super simple thing. So for us, we do Sunday, Sundays at our house. 
And this is one that we created in the summer, but it's kind of bled over to the school year too, because everybody loves it so much. And so these are just fun things that my kids look forward to it. Every Sunday night, they're like, do we get ice cream tonight? Do we get ice cream tonight? And they're super excited about it. And it's one of the things that they love about our family. And I, I didn't mean for it to happen that way, but they love that. Right. So I want them to have these memories looking back on childhood and be like every Sunday night, we had ice cream Sundays and, you know, they have these great memories of being in our home and having fun and enjoying each other. And so it does not have to be anything really profound. It can be as simple as saying like, Hey, every Sunday night, we're going to have ice cream, have Walmart deliver it. Maybe a a (laughs) topping or two. I would not set the bar too high on that first time because then they kind of come to expect it as a lesson I learned. Right. Um, You know, we have family swim nights on Thursday nights, just different things like that, that are super easy to implement. They're not expensive or anything, but it just creates that rhythm in the week where they know on Thursday night, mom is going to go swimming with us. So they're not asking every two minutes. I'm like, that's not Thursday night yet. So I don't really want to swim every day of the week. Right. But Thursday night is reserved for that. That's awesome. What would you say along that line? That was really helpful because it it doesn't have, that's the thing. Like if you don't have the money to make it something amazing, you know, you can have something amazing without spending a lot of extra money, which I think is really cool. Um, And the other thing is, what would you say to parents with teenagers who are going here and there and doing this and that jobs, all that kind of stuff? What would you say to them? I I mean, this is so varied on everybody's schedule and everybody's everything, yeah. right? So our teenagers are often gone working or activities or whatever during the week. And so they may just miss out on what we're doing with the little kids, right? So since right. our little kids don't have the ability to go find their own fun and go entertain themselves out there in the world, that's kind of, it is not our job to entertain our children. Do not hear me say that, but <laughs> I do want to create fun for them. I do want them to have yeah. fun. Just yeah. like my teenagers are having fun, right? And so I think that doing those little nights may be more for them. And then if you want us to have a special night where everyone is together, setting that expectation really clear with Mm -hmm. your kids. Hey guys, Friday night, we're going to do pizza in a movie. And I expect you to be here and expect you to watch the whole movie with us and um, like stay with our family and engage with our family. And this is going to be our family time. So no working, no dates, no, nothing, nothing, just us. I I love that. And you know, um, So I don't do this with my family, but um, in my family, when I was growing up, and I was just recently telling this to um, my husband and my kids, we grew up and every Friday night, we had pizza. And that's just, that's just, we ordered pizza. And every Friday night, we ordered pizza. And every Saturday night, we went out to a nice restaurant. That's something that our family could do. But every Saturday, and I just remember growing up, and that was the consistency of that and the routine of that is something that's still in my mind. Now, because Amy's so smart, and it's my, my sister and I were just kind of always, you know, kind of home at the same time. But these days, like Amy has said, Everyone is going in 10 different directions, but um, I love what you said about, you know, telling them ahead of time, because like my Mm -hmm. husband's birthday is coming up this weekend. And um, so Laura, we're in South Florida and go heat, you know, it's like been a really big thing, you know, down here, especially in my home, because my son is a sports guy and, but it's my husband's birthday on Friday. And I don't care that it's game four of the heat. I said, we are going to do this. We're going to have dinner with dad. And then the heat's like an afterthought and you can invite someone 
after that. And I just think that just telling them ahead of time, the expectations, because I cannot assume that my son's going to go, oh, it's my dad's birthday. I have, you know, I'm just setting myself up and him up for failure. So I love the whole, tell them in advance and let them know this is what's happening. I love that question. So I love that you shared with us some theme nights. And I love that you talked about batch working your tasks. You know, um, I think I said that right, like doing in in batches, like this is what I'm going to do. And I I love that. And um, tell us a little bit about um, offering incentives. I know that you've um, talked a little bit about that in one of the videos. Yeah. Yeah. So we have something called a ticket system at our house. And this is not for regular chores that they are expected to do. Um, kind of a big chore person in that, not that I'm a child labor person by any stretch of the imagination, <laughs> but I want to teach my kids to be functional adults. Yeah. And one of the biggest goals for us is to have them be able to move out one day and to be functional people out in the world and not be a burden to other people. I want them to know how to live and be considerate of others and all of them, right? So one of the things that we do to kind of build that in them to teach them those qualities of hard work and um, teamwork amongst people who they're living with is a chore system. And so we put chores in place in the morning and in the afternoon. And in the morning, we kind of call them roommate responsibilities. And a lot of that is just taking care of your body of brushing your teeth and putting on deodorant and working on those. You're kind of presenting yourself to the world <laughs> traits that you want them to know how to do. Um, and then also things like unloading the dishes and knowing how to rinse their plate and put it in the dishwasher. Um, I often think about a roommate that I had in college and living with her was one of the most stressful experiences of my life. And that has really continued to push me to put chores in place in my house. I don't ever want my kid to be that roommate. It was just so traumatic for me. It was, I mean, it was really so awful. Um, All that to say, those chores are not incentivizable. Like we're not doing that. Those chores are, hey, you're a member of this team. You're going to show up. You live in this house, you eat in this house, you're going to help out in this house, right? So just that as a baseline. On top of that, we do have an incentivizing system when we call it the ticket system. Um, And a big piece of that is incentivizing our kids so that they can do things that they want to do, like play Xbox, that often comes with a lot of entitlement feeling like I could play Xbox whenever I want and I get 18 hours of Xbox whenever I want. And so really wanting to nip that in the bud and nip the screens, screen addiction in the bud and all of the technology, right? So in our house, kids have to earn all of that. So if they want to play Xbox, they have to turn in five tickets for 30 minutes and to get tickets, they have to do jobs around the house. And so kids will come ask me all the time, like, Hey, what can I do? How can I help? And it feels like a magic, like sprinkling on top of all of the, um, all of the things we already have going on in our home, like all the systems and everything in place, because there's something so precious about your 14 year old son coming and saying, mom, what can I do to help you? How can I help you? Um, it's, it's just, it's incredible. And so you can delegate things out to your kids and get things off of your plate. Right. So kids have been cleaning bathrooms this morning to be able to play Xbox later. And I mean, nobody loves that more than me. If your son's cleaning toilets, they need to know how to do these things. And this is a great way to teach them. So I will say that um, I, I do find at times my kids will just randomly, I don't have a ticket system. I don't, I'm not that organized in that way, but um, my kids will randomly just come ask me, is there anything I can do for you? And, and I, I have to admit, 
oftentimes I go, no, I'm good. I got everything under control. Like I want to do it myself. I think part of doing this and, and being this intentional is relinquishing a little bit of control over the way things are done. And I think that that's really hard as a mom who wants things done right and well the first time, um, because I do find that if I give my kids control, either I have to take the time to teach them exactly how I want them to do it, which is very important. I want to do that. But you know, when you're in the middle of doing something else and they say, Hey, can I do something for you? And what you need done is something you'd have to teach them. I mean, do you see what I'm saying? Like it's, it's hard. And so I feel like I've had to go, you know what? I don't have to have it done exactly the way that I want to do it. Let me see how they do it. And if they need some instruction, I'll give it to them. But you know, I mean, like that's, that's hard for some moms. So I think it's important for us to be able to go, you know, I don't have to have control over everything in my home. Like I have to trust my kids and show them that I trust my kids. So, you know, I think it's a really good, a really good system, but that just peaked in my mind. Like I have my kids ask me and I'll go, no, I'm good. <laughs> okay. And I so think I'm the opposite. <laughs> oh, Amy, it's something I'm thinking about when you're talking about that is like, what a beautiful thing for them to come ask how they can help and for you to give them an opportunity to say like, yeah, I do need help. I need you yeah. as this team. And then to hand them over that responsibility, like what ownership could be grown through that would be amazing. Yeah. I think <laughs> So I think that it helps that I have so many kids and I feel like I was just kind of thrown into the deep end with the whole thing Um, because it's more like, you know what, if you don't wipe down the table, I don't care how you do it. If you don't wipe it down, it's not getting done. So it's better that you wipe it down with something than nothing at all. Right. Like whatever X X is, they're doing something, which is better than nothing, which is what would have happened before, you know? Yeah. And you know, um, I'm the opposite. So, um, so I'm a delegator. Amy will tell you that <laughs> anybody that that's a next level moms will tell you I'm a delegator and I'm that way in my home too. You know, I'm, I'm a delegator. And I think part of it is I just learned a long time ago and um, it's a leadership principle and that's used in the workplace or in ministry, but I think it's applicable at home. And that is if you can find someone that will do it to 80% of how you will do it, let them do it, you know? And so, um, I often say, so I'm a big delegator and I don't have a ticket system. I'm just more of a tyrant. They will clean the bathrooms, (laughs) you know, because listen, they need to clean their own bathrooms. Right. I mean, it's like, we got to learn how to do this. And so, um, and, and also um, just in, in all honesty, I did not grow up having to do chores and my husband thanks my parents for that. I say that sarcastically, you know, (laughs) so like, I never like made my own bed. My mom did that for me forever, ever. And so it, you know, I I was probably the roommate that annoyed you, Laura. (laughs) You are her, don't worry. (laughs) So, well, okay. I just love this whole conversation and I, I, I love, um, I love anything having to do with organization. It's awesome. And um, I really want everyone to check out Mama Systems. And um, just so that y'all know, um, Laura's going to be back with us, you know? And so Laura, tell us a little more. Yes, I am coming back and I'm really excited about that. But I want to say one more thing. I think that this summer is a great time to work with your kids on certain tasks. So Amy, like what you were saying about like, I'd have to teach yeah. them. 
I hear you. Like that is draining. And I don't think that the school year is a great time to do that. Right. Um, this summer we've picked like three things that I want my people to be able to do for our littler ones. It's like tying shoes. So we're practicing that all the time, starting their own load of laundry, then setting the timer and like switching it out and everything so that all of the little people can go do that on their own without overflowing things and without, you know, I want them to know how to do that. And I also want them all to know how to clean their bathrooms. And so we've created their checklist and something we're working on with each kid this summer that at the end of the summer, I want to say, yes, he can do that with excellence and not spray Clorox in his brother's eyes or whatever it is, right? I want that to be a task for them. So I think this summer is a great time to really kind of think about what you want to be intentional with, with your kids and what you want to delegate to them and spend that extra time doing that. Yeah, I think that that's, that's so good, Laura, because we mm-hmm. don't have like the the grind of school and stuff. And so I think that I was thinking about that when you were talking before about th- this is, you know, just because we're not in school, this does not mean screen time is just going to shoot up. You know, that's just that's right. not the deal, you know. And so I think I love that. And um, Summer, Amy, you want to share anything else with us? Yeah, I'm definitely, no, I'm definitely walking away from this thinking, what can I do to be more intentional with my kids? And I, I think theme nights is fabulous. I'm going to go, even if I only do two theme nights a week, let's just start with two and then maybe I can add more, but I love Sunday Sundays. And I think my kids would love that even in the school year. So that's definitely one I'm taking from you. Um, I'm borrowing that idea. Thank you so much. Please do. Um, And then, uh, and then, yeah, I think, I think I'm going to, I'm going to try. I just had one graduate high school. So she's heading off to college. I feel like we've prepared her well, but you know, I do feel like my 13 year old could use a little bit more preparation, you know, too. And so maybe I could be a little bit more intentional with him. Um, And then my 16 year old and just see what, what are some things that I can do better to make life easier for me too, but also to prepare them well for life, you know? So thank you so much for this. This is going to be great. I'm going to report back next time we have a podcast and I'm going to say, all right, I did these things and it, this is how it went. (laughs) Can't wait to hear about it. Yeah, that's going to be so great. So we have one last question for um, sweet Laura, and it's something that we ask um, all our first time guests and we kind of end our show with that. Um, Laura, what has God done lately to bring you to the next level? Yeah, I love that you ask everybody this question because I love hearing the answers that come out of their mouths and like how God's moving in all of us and how it's so different and how beautiful that is. So I have recently, one of our teens has really been struggling recently. And I've then in turn have been struggling recently because why are they struggling? Like what, what did I do wrong? Why are you struggling with this? Right. It obviously is a reflection of me. And so just really not being able to let that go and really struggling through like, Lord, I don't understand. I feel like I did everything right. I feel like we did X, Y, and Z, and I'm supposed to have this result, which I realize may seem ridiculous, but that was kind of my line of thinking and wanting to like change whatever I did to get this outcome because I don't want to screw up anybody else. Like, obviously I'm not doing it right. Anyway, the Lord is just so kind and gracious and woke me up one morning with the words that he will burn away the dross. And I remember thinking like, what, like what in the world? And so then I like go look up the verse and it's in Jeremiah one. Well, it's later in Jeremiah one, but in Jeremiah one, there's a verse that says I had children. I raised them well, and still they departed from me. And then I go open this book that I'm reading. And I mean, I have to tell you the craziness of this book because it just showed up at my house one day and it's been sitting on my coffee table for a year. It just showed up. I didn't order it. 
it was sent to somebody else, but it came to me instead. And I flipped to a page reading the next chapter. She mentions that verse and talks about X plus Y equals Z like never. And so it doesn't matter what you do. You can't control how your kids turn out and all those things. So it was just such a sweet picture that the Lord kept bringing me back to this verse. And, um, this just really brought me a lot of peace in realizing that, you know what, I can't, I have zero control over my children. And that's okay. I can just show up and be accountable to the Lord about how I'm raising them. And that's all that matters. That's great. Oh my goodness. That's a whole podcast episode in itself. The, <laughs> the, the kind of talk that was, wow. Okay. I'm speechless. Seriously. I, I got goosebumps. That's so good, Laura. So good. Um, so I just want to thank our listeners for joining us. And um, again, I just want to say, uh, please check out Laura's website, mamasystems.net and follow her on Instagram for more great tips and info. And um, I can't wait to have you back. We'll have you back soon. Thank you to our sponsors, the Social Mind Center and Basenji Adventures. Check out Social Mind Center on their website, socialmindcenter.com and the Basenji Adventures YouTube channel for lots of cute dog videos. Join us next time as we spend time together to connect, equip, and inspire each other.